0: Listening to ABQ Central.
1: Well, to be fair.
0: To be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley. <laughs> All right, this is going to be so
2: good. And Fred Slow. I am the cream. Yeah. The cream of the crop. 95.9 FM. 610, the sports animal. And talkabq.com.
3: Turn it up. Turn it up.
2: It's
4: Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. The boys are here. The boys are here. I am Fred Slow, and I'm going to hang out alongside you, friend of the show, until 6.30 this evening. Uh-huh. where We will then hand off the program to my very good friend, J.J. Buck, with his broadcast of the Lady Lobos versus Eastern New Mexico. The Lobitas. After that, I'll be true to the game with Mike Trujillo. Alongside me. My very good friend in real life, my even better friend in radio, Van Nunley. Van, how are you?
2: I'm doing well, man. I'm glad you haven't excused me for a second straight day because I'm too good for your sorry team. What? I was, of course, referencing Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, gosh. Who was obviously way too good for the Cleveland Browns. He, that's and they don't like success or talent. so Not the story at all. Is that not why?
4: And I will tell you exactly what's going
2: on with that. Huh. Michael Vital
4: is here, and I can prove it to you. Welcome back. There he is. I took yesterday off on assignment, and that assignment was the senior night soccer game for New Mexico Highlands ladies, cowgirls. Tough loss for the cowgirls against Adams State on senior night. Had a lot of fun bringing their action all season long, though. Rejuvenated my love for the outdoor game. You know I'm an indoor guy. You know I'm an indoor guy. I thought you were a versatile. I can do them all. I can physically work them all. You can if, do both. Yeah, but if you give me, I will say I like indoor. So- I like to broadcast indoor soccer
2: better. If there's multiple ways to do it, you can go both. I can go or both possibly ways. all the ways. Yeah, yeah.
4: I can go the regular way.
2: Yeah, the regular one. I can sure. go both ways. Both ways. I can go three ways. Do oppo.
4: Yeah. Oh, if I had to. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, thank you to Mexico Highlands, the Cowgirls, and their tough season for the Cowgirls—like one in thirteen—it was a tough year.
2: They got the one, though.
4: I was able to call that, so that was very exciting.
2: That's because you were there.
4: Also, speaking of the indoor runner season, kicks off January first. Mexico runners, so get ready. That's that's a lot closer than you think it is.
2: That's I, really exciting.
4: I said January first, and you were like, "Who cares?" That's far. It's not far away. That's that's within
2: two that's months. In two months in I, in holiday time. That's tomorrow.
4: Well, that's the thing too in November, December, because it's like today's November the fourth. God, is it really? So May the fourth be with you.
2: That's not it. Oh,
4: Ides, uh, Ides, I'd November the fourth.
5: Before you know, Black Friday will be here.
4: Well, Vital,
2: we've had twenty twenty one Vital. Right. It's, it's just, just Friday. Just Friday. Now. What are you doing? Come on, trying to get us fined. Yeah, it's an Ice Cube movie.
4: This Odell Beckham story is good. We will spend some time on that. This Aaron Rodgers story is better. We'll spend some time on that. Big thank you to Robert Gibson, who joined you yesterday. He's very funny. He's He's very very entertaining. Man,
2: he's good at his job.
4: Uh, He will be with us tomorrow live from the pit. It will be live from the pit 4 to 7 tomorrow before – the New Mexico Lobos take on New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. Did your cherry blazer come in yet? No, I'm, you know I'm wearing purple. You know perp. You know I'm wearing purple. You going perps? I listen. I'm I like the the cherry and silver. I like as much as anyone else. But your boy. I mean, I'm the broadcaster for New Mexico Highlands. The name
2: of our show is ABQ Central. Yeah. Not LVNM Central.
4: The name of my show is Who Pays Me? Oh, that's a good show. Yeah, and it's the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. So I'm very excited to go out there and support in purple and white my boys. Yeah, Coach Dominguez, I'm into all of it. Like, so we're gonna have a lot of people on. So we'll have the athletic uh, d- uh director for New Mexico Highlands, Andrew Ealing, will be on. That'll be very good. We'll have uh Coach Patino for the Lobos, he will be on. That is very good. Mm. I know we taught we reached out to Eddie Nunez. It is believed at this point that he will be he will be on the program. Although not set in stone, but he will be on the program. I thought he was just going to sit in with us the whole three hours. No, because we have Robert Gibson sitting in with oh, us. Oh, yeah,
2: three yeah, hours. yeah, yeah.
4: And then uh, Coach Dominguez from Highlands will also be joining us. So we'll get a cool preview of both teams and we'll be able to bring that. And then obviously all the excitement that surrounds basketball in the pit. Um, and if you see your boys out there, if you come out early tomorrow to the pit, anytime between four and seven, tip offs at seven, say hi to your boys. You can. You are a friend of the show. And you're like, well, shoot, Fred, I can't make it out to the pit on Friday. That's okay, Van, because what can you do on Sunday?
2: You, you can, can meet. <laughs> you can go to Bourbon and Boots, and check out your boys hosting the Raider Den. We are going to
4: host the Raiders Den at Bourbon. Oh, and
2: by the way, loyal listener, by the way friend of the show yes guess what you get to do with the boys on sunday what's that you get to have a coldie with us oh yeah because you get to have a oat soda with us because it ain't sober october no no we have surrendered sober october to this is a november to no remember
4: well i already told you it's no rerun november for me
2: okay so i already drank a bud light this month so now you can't have another one
4: correct and i've already drank a truly this month
2: You can't have a truly. Right.
4: But here's the thing. I haven't drinking one from you, friend of the show. So if you offer me one. That's a new one. That's a new one. It's a different one. So I can drink that one. So we will be out at Bourbon & Boots at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Come hang out with your boys if you want to hang out with your boys. Uh, We have a little bit of work we got to do, radio-related stuff, whatever. Otherwise, we kicking it.
2: Yeah, we hanging out. We kicking it. Let's go Raiders. Uh, Who are they playing?
4: Live from the pit on, what did I say? Live from the pit on tomorrow. On tomorrow. And the Raiders are playing Philadelphia.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely go Raiders.
4: Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate Jalen Hurts. I love Gardner Minshew. Show me on the dollar,
2: Jalen Hurts, you.
4: If Gardner Minshew gets into the game for the Eagles, then everyone in Bourbon and Boots... Well, yeah. In Bourbon and Boots, Fandom will change. It'll go from the Raiders' den to the Eagles' nest. Like, similar to when Rocky went to Russia... And then for some reason, Russia was rooting for Rocky at the end. That's what's going to happen. That's We're, pretty
2: weird. It's insanely weird. And I yeah. feel like
4: no one ever points that out plot wise.
2: I think it's exciting for the Russian people because they've never seen an Italian okay. before. Today's varsity. OK. OK. So today's varsity
4: is the varsity of dumb sports plot movies. OK.
2: OK. okay. Bad plots
4: and sports movies. Yeah. All right. Dumb plots and I'm, I'm making a note. OK. So that's today's varsity. Catch today's varsity at 6 o'clock. So I'm going to have to move this Phoenix Suns story to another time. We might cut out brave celebration, which I put in here, just to rub in your face. Well, I did two days on that already. On their celebration? Because I thought, th- from my listening,
2: you just did sorrow and anguish. Well, it was mostly that. And a lot of congratulations. To just Freddie I Freeman. tried to fake it, and I couldn't <laughs> fake it. If you need help, like, learning how to lie,
4: there's this guy in the news right now that's the best at it up until two days ago. One Aaron Rodgers.
2: He's very good at it.
4: He's arguably the greatest liar of all
2: time until five minutes ago. Oh, who's, who started lying now?
4: Well, no, we don't—you don't know who the greatest one is because they do it so well. But um, you know when they're no longer that.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Who is Aaron Rodgers? Did.
4: So you're doing like a Jeopardy parody on him hosting? That is correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is the biggest gaslighting jerk of all time. Aaron Rodgers is lower than low. Your boyfriend, Aaron Rodgers. We're just dating. Which is what he claims for everyone he gets engaged to. Because uh, that's what he does. He lies to them too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Aaron Rodgers looks a lot better with a beard. He does. It helps mask his lies. Yes. Yeah. I'm not talking
4: facial, Vital. I'm not talking a facial beard. At the man bun. We're going to break that down at length, obviously. Yoda know, Bucking stuff will put a little bit of time into rugs. We're not, um, there's not a lot of jokes there. So we're just, we're going to give you the updates on what's going on. Not a lot of jokes there. Um, I'm excited about this. At 5 o'clock, John Lopez will join us. John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy, who is the name of this studio space. Correct. He will join us. Kind of talk about what's going on in his world and his attachment to sports in the community. So we're very excited about that. Obviously, we'll preview Thursday Night Football. And somewhere in there, I'll make a lot of Houston
2: Astros jokes. Please do. I really need that in my life. You deserve it. It was, you know, I talked about this yesterday, but it was a rough day for Van the Fan yesterday. The Astros taking an L in the World Series, and then my favorite player on my favorite football team Mm -hmm. turns out to be an idiot. Well, Not just an idiot. A lying idiot.
4: A lying, cheating SOB that no one should ever trust again and is lower than all the lows. And to be fair. To be
2: fair. To be fair. To be fair. He didn't lie. (laughs) Ha! He just deceived ah! He just deceived you in right. public. He deceived Purpose, purposefully deceived you. Can we in It's not a lie.
4: Can we in two and a he half a hours holistic immunization in two and a half hours of radio, can you go through all the steps of
2: grieving and loss? Because right I now already, you're in denial. I already have at great length for my Astros. You're in denial on Aaron Rodgers right now. I'm not in denial. He deceived me. Uh he lied to you. No, he, he didn't lie. He told the truth. He, he was he was immunized. He never said he was vaccinated. That's the truth. Do you hear you right now? He never said he was vaccinated. A true statement. What are you doing? Are you giving me alternative facts? So his doctor gave him an essential oil enema, and apparently that gives him immunization. So he said he was immunized with his his peppermint essential oil, peppermint and tea tree essential oil enema, that he got from his witch doctor. I
4: feel like I'm talking to Kellyanne Conway right now. <laughs> like, are you like you're you're literally just you're taking the fact and you're saying,
2: well, this is alternate effects. Like that's what you're doing. No, he deceived me. He didn't lie to me. He said he was immunized. Why? That was true. Are we talking about Aaron Rodgers or semantics? He he never said he was vaccinated.
4: When we get back, I'm going to tell you why Van is a is big of a liar as Aaron Rodgers. It's ABQ Central, or excuse me, Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central. We're in the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, powered by New Mexico, Pinon Coffee, and we're playing on Team I-9. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back live on the program. We got slightly distracted from a 12-year-old YouTube video. Never seen it. How is YouTube over 10 years old, by the way? How did that happen? Oh, joining us live in the studio. Okay, we've been blessed. So sometimes on live radio, weird stuff happens. I don't know your official job title. Joining us now on the program, Director of Talk Radio Spoken Word Operations. That's super close. Jared Hart. Is that that
6: correct? Uh, Bring that
4: microphone up to your mouth like you've been here before.
6: Talk, uh, Director of Spoken Word Operations, yeah. Is that really it? Yeah, No, nailed it. Uh, And Van's defense of the defenseless act of... Aaron Rodgers.
4: We didn't really welcome you to the
6: program. You're like a I'm, friend I'm of the good. show. Is more than infuriating. In that, it is a an explanation I wouldn't accept from a child. It is the professional version of the "I'm not touching you" game in the back seat of a road trip.
4: This is nice to know we're on in the boss's office. Yeah. This is nice right now.
6: It's the <laughs> I give you guys usually an opening segment, and I'm not as impassioned as I normally am. No, that, so. Aaron Rodgers, I'm inoculated. I'm not a Oh, Im- immunized. I'm immunized. He's immunized. Is is tantamount to you trying to get the truth out of a six year old about a broken vase? Did you break the vase? Did did I break the vase? <laughs> did no? There was there a series of events around me that involved this thing breaking. It is the it like he is maybe the most childish. NFL player I can think of? Yes. And he somehow found a new depth of childishness with his semantic games that endangers his team's entire— By the way, I my, the only thing that I dislike about the Aaron Rodgers story is that it didn't happen week one of the playoffs. Taking them <laughs> out of two weeks— of this cuz that's the only real punishment. Maybe just maybe an NFC championship game would have been the only thing more delightful that he doesn't get to play in any important game.
2: How- you don't think the punishment of him getting an essential oil enema from his witch doctor is bad <laughs> enough? <laughs> you don't think that's bad enough? Also, oh, you- Vi- by the way, Vital, where did you get that video from? Yeah, but it, that was weird that you had that, that saved. Yeah. You
6: gotta, got that video in like forty-eight hours. First of all, deep fakes Ooh, are quite something.
2: You and here's the thing
4: that blows my mind about you, uh, Jared Hart, director of Spoken Word Operations for me on. here on the Sports Animal and KKOB. Uh, always contact jhart Hart at cumulus.com. So you said childish NFL player. Forget that. <laughs> Just he's the most childish. I feel bad for that Shalene Woodley. Like, who else is he lying to in his life? Because he's been engaged, like, five or six times at this point. All of them are still at the altar.
6: Like, he has Uh, been honest. uh, Olivia Munn is waiting for no one. (laughs) But but short of that, yes. Oh, hold on. Me? (laughs) Waiting for me? He is. I'd be embarrassed to see the list of things I would do to have a night with Olivia Munn.
4: Well, what you wouldn't like, do is get the injection, is what you
2: wouldn't do, because that's, that's on the list. I'm already ready for my third one. So, And I'm a guy. like I've been s- brokered a fourth. 505-246-0610. Hit us on the Sports Animal text line. Yes, you guys. And the Sports Animal text line has already been on fire with, Van is engaging in the same type of absurd mental gymnastics that Trump Flake Nation does. Yes. Oh, Fire.
4: Also, Jared Hart has now exited the program. Yeah. So there's good boss talk for you. I am. So I'm a guy who has immunization, okay? I'm immune to COVID-19, and I have it through infection and injection. You got a double. I got it twice. You got it twice. And what Aaron Rodgers has is a handful of dirty, terrible lies that endangered others. Also, I'm about to be that guy again, if you don't want the shot. If you don't want the vaccination because you don't care about protecting yourself or others, I'm cool with that. Here's the thing. Can't lie to me. Own up to it. You don't even understand what the word
2: HIPAA means. You just keep throwing it into sentences. HIPAA critical. (laughs) So be, be like Carson Wentz. Be like Kirk Cousins. Yes. If you don't want the shot, be a man and own up to it. Say this is my decision. This is I talked to my family and this is what we incorrectly were misinformed about and chose to do, but this is my decision and not trying to tiptoe around it like Aaron Rodgers did and he's such America's sweetheart. Everyone bought it. No one no one asked any follow up questions whatsoever. Correct. No one said, Oh, you are? Would you happen to have your vaccine card on you? Show me your yeah, vaccine card. We need card. very the other day we hosted Live at the Lobo Theater. Where's the receipts? We hosted at the Lobo
4: Theater Rocky Horror Picture Show. Part of getting into the Rocky Horror Picture Shows was you have to show your inoculation. You have to. Yeah. Not immunized. You show me you got the shot. Show me the card. Show me a picture of it. Oh, you don't have either of those things? Here's the thing if you received your shot in the state of New Mexico, there is a database. We can just, just pull up. you up. Yeah, what's your name? We'll just look you up. Yeah, not a problem. It's easy. I don't need your social security number. I need your date of birth in your name. Name and DOB. Like, what is the problem here, liar? Because now Aaron Rodgers is on that level. Aaron Rodgers on, is on that Bill Clinton level, right? Where he's a, I did not have sexual relations. Like, you are that now. Yeah. You're just lying. I define sexual relations. <laughs> All right. Bad analogy. I got a better one. He's Lance Armstrong now. He just lies.
2: Well, no, Aaron Rodgers has both of his testicles. Okay, hot.
4: You're talking about
2: lying. You're talking about lying. I
4: didn't know you were going to go hardball here. Okay.
2: What I'm saying is,
4: Aaron Rodgers put his friends and his coworkers in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. He is the worst. He is about this big to me, and I'm holding my fingers so tightly that the world's smallest violin wouldn't fit in between them.
2: I think that's an excellent question from the Green Bay Dispatch reporter. I'd like to tell you I am immunized.
4: You got a Nixon one, too? <laughs> because that's where this is. It's on that level. Uh huh. He literally up there with the most famous liars of all time. Who's the girl from Spokane? that worked for the NAACP, this is Aaron Rodgers. Oh my gosh,
2: that's a good one.
4: That's a good one.
2: Rachel Doziel.
4: Yeah, yeah, Aaron Rachel Doziel.
2: And Aaron Rodgers has been lying his whole life. Like, okay. And by the way, on the VIP text line over here, I've been compared to a QAnon supporter with my belief in Aaron Rodgers, trying to be an apologist. So I guess I'm... Kurajnan now maybe I guess what well, that sounds that sounds like it's at the top of a Tibetan mountain. Q Rajnan, it's it's my uh, it's my favorite dish to order from Taj Mahal on Carlisle.
4: Here's the thing too about Aaron Rodgers, he lives in Green Bay, Wisconsin. He thinks he can just tell a lie to the forty five thousand people that live around him. Like, you talking to the whole world. And he's like a dumb, scorn ex-girlfriend who gaslighted you forever, especially you two, because you guys are so weird for the Green Bay Packers all the time and wear green and yellow lipstick on Sunday afternoons so you can kiss the TV every time Aaron Rodgers is up in front of you. You have a new girlfriend. It's Jordan Love, and he doesn't lie to you and gaslight you the way that Aaron Rodgers does. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That Jessica Sword, uh, Aaron Rodgers told her he loved her. Olivia Munn, Aaron Rodgers told her that. That Kelly Rohrbach, he said he loved her. Danica Patrick said he loved her. That guy that allegedly was not a guy, he said he loved him.
2: There's new story came out today. Okay. Per a league source. What is that? The same one who tried to tell on October 5th that Rodgers wasn't vaccinated. Rodgers is, quote, furious over the fact that his true status was leaked. So this is the guy who got caught cheating, who's trying to gaslight his girlfriend into being the bad guy. He's like, that's my private information. I have the right to lie about that.
4: It's coming down to this, okay? Aaron Rodgers put everyone else in harm's way. True or false?
2: Yes. Yes. Everyone in the NFC and potentially the AFC in the Super Bowl. That's it? Oh, wait, you're talking about COVID. I'm talking about his raw talent on the field, which he is statistically the best quarterback of all time. So as a Packer backer, hey, I'm an Astros fan, Fred. They like legit cheated to win. You think I'm going to be mad at Aaron Rodgers because he's making a personal decision? The answer is also yes. I'm still very disappointed. I'm not that big of a homer. Do you
4: think that Kevin Lansleeflee or whatever his name was is that who his uh, air
2: quotes trainer? Yeah,
4: his air quotes uh, roommate that's, that he needed as a professional athlete. You think that's who
2: outed him on the shot? Probably, it's probably who gave him the essential oil enema.
4: He, was, hey, Kevin was like, listen, there's one thing I can't out you as. So I'm gonna out you on the shot.
2: Yeah, his 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 air quotes personal trainer is probably chopping up lines of Herbalife so he could snort them in the back of the Jeopardy bathroom. <sighs> Also, like, and this is like
4: weird Happy Valley stuff with Green Bay too. Like, you always know I go to Happy Valley because Penn State is the creepiest place on earth. It is that. Now. That's what this is in Green Bay, where they're like, "Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers, you're so you're so demigodlike. We might as well just take everything you say as the gospel." Like oh, Aaron Rodgers didn't get it. Can I get unvaccinated? Did he? Hey, did, legit. Did he bring in a card or anything? Did he present like a like a bogus
2: something like one of those dumb retired NBA players that well, keep trying to go to Hawaii? The Packers knew that he was unvaccinated the whole time. Oh, they did. He, he didn't lie to the organization and he didn't lie to the players' association. He lied to the media.
4: An air quotes
2: me. lie. He deceived. The media.
4: Hey, I like that Jordan Love cares about Green Bay Packers and Green Bay Packers fan enough to follow the rules and stay away from them and not catch it like a uh, third stringer Blake Bortles, whoever else caught it. Jordan Love is your guy forever moving forward right now, and Aaron Rodgers will never take another snap in Green Bay.
2: First off, you're preaching to the guy that wanted Aaron Rodgers traded in the offseason for a better storyline. I wanted Aaron Rodgers
4: uh, traded in the offseason, so I'd have a 100% vaccination rate on my team, and I wouldn't be dealing with this dumb stuff right now. And Jordan Rodgers would be sitting at 8-2 and two, or however many games we are
2: into the season. Jordan, love. 1992, Don Majowski gets injured. Is that in a, where you're going? And an unheard nobody steps in. Brett Favre. Throws 300 yards. Brett Favre. 2004. Brett Favre gets injured, and this unheralded backup named Aaron Rodgers steps in, throws for 300 yards, and then the next season, Brett Favre is playing on the Vikings. 2021, Aaron Rodgers gets the Corvids. Backup Jordan Love steps in, throws for 300 yards, and beats the rival Chiefs in the State Farm Bowl. What is that? They're both sponsors for State State Farm. That's a good one, actually. Thank you.
4: Sorry, I didn't come up with that one sooner. He's now moved his way into the list of most notorious famous liars of all time. He can never lose this moniker. No one in his life will ever trust him again. Hey, this is—it's like this, like, like office supplies come comes up missing anywhere in Green Bay. You're just going to accuse Aaron Rodgers. Like, you, he cannot be trusted.
2: I mean, and after the off-season he had, too. Like, wh- when is enough enough? Who, Like, who's told
4: more significant lies that have hurt more people? Literally no one.
2: Not even Pinocchio. And no. He's, he's famous for it. Not even uh, Frida Kahlo. Is she a liar?
4: I think she was. She was like, my dad was like in...
2: Is it like Pinocchio, but her eyebrows get closer together? Is that how you know she was lying?
4: Uh, uh, Britney Spears' dad. Those are like the two. Aaron Rodgers and Britney Spears' his father. Get back, Odell Beckham. <laughs> we could do more Rodgers. No, I got. Because <laughs> my only take is he can never be trusted again. That's my only take. Will you be trusted with the football?
2: No, he'll put COVID all over it. Where did he get the COVID? duh he grew out his hair for two years so he could be john wick at a halloween party and he gets covid on halloween with a bunch of strangers
4: that's probably true in some fashion of course it's true
2: dave and busters presents abq central
4: live from the john lopez estate real estate and coldwell banker legacy studio powered by new mexico Pinion coffee we're on team i9 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal Okay, back live on the program, and I have calmed down on how much I hate Aaron Rodgers for a moment. Obviously, this fire will never fully go out, and this tinder is always burning, so there better not be a spark.
2: It's going to get worse.
4: Yeah, oh my gosh, it's going to get insanely worse.
2: It's going to get way worse when Jordan Love throws for 500 yards and leads the Packers to a victory.
4: Do me a favor, Michael. I know you're busy in there or whatever, but can you pull up fanatics.com and get me a Jordan Love jersey real quick? Just put it on the company card. I don't really care. Uh express shipping would be best. I'd like to have it by Sunday if possible. You got it. Thank we'll you. get to it. It's 100 and some dollars. Don't care. Literally yeah. don't care. I will uh, any price is the um, the price I will pay. With a letter stitching it's 250. dollars good, and I want that I want to wear it in public cuz I would like the compliments that will come from strangers.
2: Breaking news. Okay. Green Bay Packers. I've heard of them. And the Cleveland Browns have secured a deal for okay. Aaron Rodgers for Odell Beckham Jr. Straight and up.
4: Castellanos hits one into <laughs> deep left center.
2: <laughs> I'll take him.
4: <sighs> Odell Beckham Sr., whose name I think is Odell, he puts this 10 minute long slam piece on the internet it's to the browns to baker mayfield legit very well done it's very clever he puts a like what is arguably all right so this puts eminem and machine gun kelly to shame like this to me like baker mayfield can do nothing in retaliation here
2: no he never could he couldn't do it in the first place at first all you say is man they just don't have chemistry no, you keep missing him with the ball. You don't even throw it towards him. <laughs> and moving
4: forward for the rest of this segment, junior and senior. And senior has been watching junior play for a long time. He knows he's good. Yeah, he's familiar with his work. He's good. He knows he's good. So like, so now junior He don't have to go to practice. And by have to go to practice, I mean Baker Mayfield went in the front office and said, wah! (laughs) (laughs) And the front office is like, hey, there's there's like a reason we have not extended you yet. (laughs) We already knew all this. I'm not – I wouldn't be half surprised if the bronze planted this with senior, and that's why it's cut up so well because their front office media team – was like, how can we make Baker Mayfield look like a also, you
2: know how good the Cleveland Browns are? Please tell me how with good the, the Cleveland... different quarterback and wide receiver. <laughs> They're very good. They're very good. Everyone on their team is an all-star, except for these two. They're playing like hot garbage. They're playing like a dumpster fire. All, a...
4: all joking aside i just it just hit me now okay that video we were talking about like i was cut up and how it's like how do you get like the coaches film and how do you do it because like, that's what people are saying off the air yeah by the way you can buy that from the nfl network it's easy so that's not that unique but senior who by the way has access to some funds he was get this the college roommate of shaquille o'neal did you know this i did know oh that. wow yeah so you know he just like sent it over to Shaq. It was like, hey, you got any, like, interns over there at TNT that could just throw this together real quick? Just yeah. hear me out. I know you love my boy. Like, Shaq was probably in the dorm room over whenever Junior was conceived.
2: Uh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, Odell. I got that video cut up for you.
4: <laughs> I got a Shaq here. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, though. Like, the the Cleveland Browns hate Baker Mayfield, and that's why this thing exists. You well, know, the timing you know is
5: the timing is weird about it because Mayfield starts going downhill, getting injured, and then Odell starts all this. I find that kind of odd. I don't.
2: Well, no. Odell's been saying this for years. Senior or junior? Junior. Thank you. And he's just now coming out because of the video, his dad's video, that LeBron James is like, yeah, get him out. So
4: here. when LeBron hashtags free OBJ, yeah. Which I don't get, because LeBron from Ohio, he should be a Browns mark. You should be towing the company line here, Akron boy. But he not. He's saying, he's saying, Oh, my boy Odell, he's not really getting to come up as he deserves. No. Also, you see a lot of LeBron tweets that involve the Browns otherwise? Because I don't. Just this one. Just this one. OBJ will show again why he's special. What is that? What are you doing?
2: LeBron tweeted so hard that he's uh, out for a week with an abdominal strain. Oh, gosh. That's true.
4: Over 50 million followers now. Did you see that?
2: Yeah. More than uh, all of the NFL and Major League Baseball. Is that real? Yeah.
4: Well, I guess you got to listen then.
2: Hey, bright light for the Packers, though. They got Devontae Adams back. That's probably the one who gave – rogers the corvids right
5: uh alan lazard is the one that i'm hearing
2: yeah
4: what's what was he doing with COVID? did he have the vaccine
5: well he was not vaccinated but he got covid oh my gosh was out last game
2: the lazard is the one that administered rogers stop
4: with all of that
2: (laughs) herbalife booster (laughs)
4: hey now hear me out my name is uh what's his name steven lagarde
2: Alan, Alan Lazard? Yeah.
4: So my name's Alan Lazario, and I am a proud partner with AdvoCare. And here's what I'd like to offer you. A spark. And Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah, I'm in on that. Idiot. Odo Beckham Sr., not an idiot.
2: He's got the tape to prove it.
4: <laughs> right now, there's a film class in Cleveland They got Baker Mayfield sitting down. They're breaking down this film that Senior submitted. And I bet you, B-E-T-U, that Senior sent it to the Browns first, and they're like, we don't care, fam.
2: They're like, yeah, we watch this every week. Yeah, We We know. Why do you think we run the ball so much?
4: What's the other wide receiver they got over there? Um, The kid from Miami?
2: Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry.
4: Landry. He's very good. But you know, seniors watching is like, what is Donovan People Jones doing catching the ball? Like, super mad. Of course, he's mad. Who's Ryan Switzer? Looks like a former collegiate quarterback to me. He literally is. I'm not even wrong on that.
2: The Browns will be forced to extend Mayfield, too, won't they? How are you going to do better than him? All the other better quarterbacks are locked up. You're going to blow the ship up and start over again? No, you just got to deal with him being right in the middle and hope the team's better.
4: Is Baker a playoff quarterback? Give me a little bit of filler as, as I look at the contract status of one guy.
2: He's not a playoff quarterback. He's got a playoff roster. He's got a playoff team around him. When has he made, like, the big play? Name a play in the last three years where you're like, man, that Mayfield. He's just putting his team on his back.
4: All right, when we get back from the break, I know the quarterback that's going to replace Baker Mayfield. And I know the quarterback that's going to put the Cleveland Browns in contention for a Super Bowl. Stave Busters presents ABQ Central. And we are at home in the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. And we play on Team I-9, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Joining us, we're going to talk what's going on in the market. We're going to talk NFL, I think. All right, so I got the replacement. Are you ready? Not a free agent next year, okay? So you're going to have to make a trade. Okay. You can trade, I don't know, Odell Beckham Jr. Don't care. Sure. But you call the Philadelphia Eagles, and you get Gardner Minshew.
2: Why doesn't he have a job?
4: Why is he not? He's a starting quarterback,
2: He's easily the 33rd best quarterback in the NFL. He
4: makes $2 million. That's it. That's cheap. You put him on the roster. And also,
2: that was two total. Of, I'll take two of them. Is there two of them?
4: The, he will make $850,000 in 2021. Cool. Done. Put him on a squad. The rest of 2021. No, this whole year, that's all he makes. Because he got like a signing bonus. originally. What a deal. What a steal. There are some teams whose backup quarterback is $5 million. I don't know if that's real, but you get the point I'm trying to make. Sure. I love Gardner Minshew. I'd put him on this Cleveland team. You put him with Odell Beckham Jr., throw him the damn ball.
2: A guy as talented as Odell Beckham Jr., drama aside, you just chunk it up to him 10 times a game, right? Hope for the best. Yeah. You gotta take your chances with that guy. Why aren't they throwing it to him more? I legit can't name the tight end there. David Njoku. And I think Austin Hooper as well.
4: Njoku's the guy from Hard Knocks that made the big impact. Jarvis Landry, I think, is a talent. But he's like he hasn't played entirely, right? Like he's been out some. I'm into Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad. Do you believe that Odell Beckham Jr. knew what Senior was doing?
2: Is Alex Smith still playing?
4: No, no, no. He got the
2: leg. Well, no, he came back. Oh, I got it. You know who the highest backup quarterback is? Phillip Rivers. He's not a backup this week. It's Phillip Rivers. Your boy. Phil Rivers. Taysom Hill. Phillip Rivers coaching high school football, bro. Yeah,
4: for five more minutes.
2: He's about to be the most expensive.
4: Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback. This week. And also the Browns don't know what to
2: do. That's a Nick Chubb offense. Look, all of this should be surprising to no one. Zero people. Because it is the Kaleva Linda Browns. They had me fooled. This is their year. They had me fooled this year. I had them losing in the AFC Championship. Legit,
4: if you Google like... I'm just coming up with this off the top of my head. Like, Browns, wide receivers. Like, the news articles are going to be from June. Because that's how little people talk about the Cleveland Browns. Did Junior know about Senior doing this? That's my question to you, Van. He had to have. You think? Of course. But dad's are Hey. Of course. No one loves their son He's more like than their dad. He's like,
2: Dad, get me out of here. Make this look like it's your idea. Even though here's all the video. <laughs> Here are all of the clips that I remember f- by heart, and I'll time stamp them for you. Make a video. Or his
4: dad watches. You know what I mean? Like, every pass that doesn't go to him, he, like, marks
2: it down. He marks it down. He's like, oh, like, I can't wait to make this video. Like
4: Stevie Simi and The Wedding Singer.
2: Oh, they're going to get it week eight. I can't wait. Can't wait. And the Browns are like, you don't have to play no more.
4: What are they going to do with him? you got to cut him, right? It's past the trade deadline. you got to cut him
2: because you're not going to cut. And it's not like the NFL has like a waiver trade deadline like baseball. No. You just got to cut him. You trade him before the second or you cut him. Also, this could be like
4: that thing for Baker Mayfield where he's like, oh, here I go again, super motivated by haters. Haters are really important to me. Colin Cowherd.
2: <laughs> so stupid. Cleveland's so stupid. They just can't help themselves.
4: John Lopez joining us in about five minutes. We're going to have a lot of fun with him. We're going to laugh a lot. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Powered by New Mexico, Panion coffee. We play on Team I-9, 95.9 FM, AM 610. D. Back on the program, 5 o'clock hour. Welcome to Quinton Time. Welcome to the car. Welcome to the program. So very often, we're so very fortunate to have friends of the show join us, and joining us now is John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy. Uh, well, for a long time, we told people, you need an RV, you go to Aaron Chisholm, cool. Chisholm Trail RV. You need a home, well, you go to John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate.
3: John, welcome. Bring that thing up. Bring it up to your mind. All mic. right. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're perfect. with you. Well, guess guess who Aaron Chisholm just went to when she needed a home. Nuh-uh. John Lopez, oh, John Lopez Real Estate Group. Thank you very there you much. Go. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> if you're listening, Aaron, how you doing, girl? She often is listening, <laughs> yeah. so prepare for a text.
4: <laughs> so, uh, John, you're joining us, and we were going to have you earlier in the week, but you were like, "I don't want to be on the program until the Astros lose," so that you can see Van in like this vegetative
3: state of sadness and perplexity. So, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm just surprised that he was surprised. The- oh. I'm just saying, they're just calling it like we call it, right? To
2: add insult to injury, (laughs) I'm also a Packers fan, and apparently uh, Aaron Rodgers is a cheating liar. Are they still around? (laughs) <laughs>
4: uh john lopez and i first connected a couple of weeks ago uh we were doing an effort with locker number 505 we yeah. were they yeah, were doing socktober and we were setting up a big fundraiser in the future and some of the locker 505 guys said um hey friend you know who like moves and shakes in the community like you do it's john lopez oh i love that i yeah. love
3: that i pay him every time he says that. Oh, you know that right okay that's <laughs> that. he, did,
2: he did say it an odd number of times that was weird he kept saying it a bunch trust me i'll show you and the he pay kept paycheck and cha-ching cha-ching <laughs> <laughs> so before before we talk about what's going on in the market, before we talk about homes, before
4: we talk about all of that stuff that is vital and important and fun, uh, talk about the community a little bit. What have you done, John? Like what, Like what? How have you been able to impact some people, and how have you been able to help?
3: You know, I've been so blessed to actually be a part of New Mexico and Albuquerque, and I've just had these great opportunities that have just kind of embraced me and given me some opportunities to kind of expand and help a lot of different people in great times. You know, there was a period of time when I was part of the Duke City Gladiators, our professional well, are you
4: found You mean founder. Just <laughs> say it the way. It is.
3: well actually technically enough founder i was majority owner oh okay. yeah founders we had andres you guys know andres Hill with uh new mexico runners correct uh, there the we show. go my boss yeah. in real life i love it and then of course you got coach b coach Bramante with the big boys when he used to weigh 400 pounds now he's 198 pounds well and he's out of the game now
4: so he was doing radio for a long time he had a real fun podcast over there at the grill on San Mateo.
5: Grill, my
3: boy phil at the grill baby yeah, okay yeah. so you know so uh he fed us he w- we wouldn't be we wouldn't have made it past year one without Phil at the grill. He took care of all of us. And if you met coach back in those days, that was a lot of food. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. He took care of all of the players. He took care of all of us. Man, Phil at the grill really should have been considered one of the owners of how much mood, food he gave us. Honestly. But, so but I do think that
4: I go there all the time. Like it's as far as you don't eat burgers, man. We have
2: oh. They got a veggie burger there
4: for me, baby. It's it's the right taste. It's the right yeah, Okay. It hits. Okay. Sometimes that's impossible.
2: Hey. Okay. <laughs> Uh, of that course joke, uh, that joke might have been beyond a lot of people's
4: okay. comprehension that's
2: <laughs> God, that's sweet and soy
3: that's i so love sweet. it but you can't forget the other founder which was matt k yeah fireman out here roofer devout christian who kind of had a dream uh nobody wanted him to play anymore so he figured to go into ownership and uh that's how the duke city gladiators were created with those trio there and i was just blessed to come on in when they were struggling and we were able to take it to the first championship in 2018. Some of the greatest times of my life, baby. When
4: you when you were going down to Tingley every game day, and you were going down to like like seeing the community and seeing the crowd, what was that like for you as far as like connecting with like Albuquerque in? Like, because I think it's easy sometimes, and I'm just projecting here, Please. like like in the media or in like team ownership to not necessarily
3: feel like that inclusion all the time. How mm-hmm. did that allow you to do that? Well, what was really kind of neat about it was I felt like I invited three thousand. 000- Personal friends, yeah, over to a big picnic, and I walked through the whole crowds. Every time I got to know everybody who was a fan out there, and that was a blessing because once you get to know the people on that mega scale, you can understand what they're after, what they want, what they relate to. You know, no longer is it me behind a screen trying to figure it out. I got to talk to the fans. I got to talk to what they loved, and they were responding to the community service that we were doing. Community service is what they're saying. We love what you're doing with the Albuquerque Christian Children's Home. Right. We love that you're bringing them over here. We love that you go and visit the schools. We love all the way your community. And I realized the more we extend to the community, the more the community is going to love us. Even to the point where we created hashtag LoveYouABQ. I wanted to make sure that Albuquerque knew that we love you and they love each other. And that's where LoveYouABQ came from. LoveYouABQ.com. So John, you're a true Bernalillo. Uh, well, that you've, you've been here long enough. You've been in Albuquerque long enough, New
2: Mexico long enough that like, lifetime this is home. New you have you have roots here.
3: Absolutely, lifetime New Mexico. Born and raised in Santa Fe. Came out to college uh, nineteen. Do I have to say what the year I came out? Could skip it. You could skip it. Uh, could skip start, it. Okay. Started with a one. Exactly. Okay. Really with a one. And I uh, graduated from UNM. I'm a Lobo. So sorry, you Aggies out there. I am a Lobo diehard. Nineteen ninety six graduate, and I have never left since. I fell in love with Albuquerque about five minutes after I got
4: here. And I didn't understand, like, just how important, like, the philanthropy scene was. I didn't understand how important, like, the community connection was um, immediately. And I think the Gladiators maybe opened up to me, like, very least. So I guess it would have been 2018. You and I went to our first game, there, sure. And uh, out in the parking lot, I think it was youth football. Maybe it was Yaffle was out or something. But there was a bunch of kids out in the... And I, I said, why are they all out here? And everyone in the starting because this is how it works. The pro teams here in town just connect with the community. Uh, the Gladiators still do that. Coach Sherman Carter is still a big mm-hmm. part of that. Gina Thompson owns the team. Thomas owns the team now.
3: Guess who Sherman Carter called when he needed a house. Of
4: course. That's right.
3: Uh, John Lopez real estate. <laughs>
4: so, so how does that work with the real estate? Is it, is it always word of mouth? Is it your face on the side of every bus in town? Like what, How does that work perfectly
3: for you guys? I think with the real estate brokerage community, it really is such a personal experience when you purchase a home because it's the largest investment of your house, that you really want to get that personal referral. And I think that's where I've been blessed. You know, I try to do what's best, the most that I can do. People recognize that they see it, fortunately, and they just tell their friends about it. And I've just been so blessed to have a career where people just kind of call me, you know, yeah, I'm on the buses and all that fun stuff. But it's just to remind them that I'm still here and I'm still active and I'm still needing to sell a house here and there because I got six kids, so we definitely got to keep working.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I I, I know the listener can tell from your energy, you like being out there. Oh, love you like having your face on the bus. You like being the the face of this company. Where where does that passion? Where does that energy
3: come from? You know, it's just the ability to help somebody with something so mega that means so much. They're going to raise their kids. Their kids are going to fall and break an arm in the backyard. They're going to have Thanksgiving dinner. They're going to have this wonderful family. You know, they're going to have some bad times. They're going to have some good times. And all that's going to evolve around what we're able to help them purchase and acquire. So it just it's a natural energy because you have to do your job right. You do it wrong, things go bad financially, with the home, a lot of different ways.
4: We were talking about loveuabq.com, dot com, and when you and I first sat down to talk about uh, using the platform of radio to talk about some of your community efforts, uh, the thing you brought up to me was the bone marrow transplant program that you've been working Huge. with, and I believe it's uh, match dot com. Is that correct?
3: Well, no, you just go to loveuabq.com, dot com, and okay. then you can click on two options. One, whoever that we're promoting to help them raise money if they're battling cancer, if it's a child, if it's a of a mom or whoever it is. Uh, this month, uh, it is Lucille. She just had her transplant, her kidney transplant uh, one week ago, and she's already doing better, but we helped raise money for her. Uh, the money goes directly to their GoFundMe pages, so it doesn't come to the actual corporation. And then the other option is to be able to donate and be on the registry for a bone marrow uh, transplant. Now that is huge. I don't know how
4: much you like keep yourself updated on that GoFundMe, but the GoFundMe currently for Lucy Reyes is now well over halfway there at $9,000 on uh, it's way I to $15,000. Awesome. So obviously gigantic contributions there. Uh I am already a registered bone marrow don't like uh um, carrying. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So so I'm in a I'm set up. I did it with Vitalant uh, a couple years ago. That's uh, the company.
3: Yeah, okay, perfect. So it forwards over to there. When you click on my website, click it, go straight to that company, and that's the national registry. It was great people.
4: Yeah, super easy process. I swabbed my mouth. I think I sang uh, happy birthday in my head and then that was it. I was I
3: was registered, I'm in and I'm so now I always answer like unknown numbers. Gotta go, how cool would that be yeah. if you got the call to save somebody's life? It's gonna be a pain in the Rare, is literally. my understanding, literally, literally. Uh. but how cool would that be? I was telling the story about Love You ABQ one day, and this lady comes up to me. She goes, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was at Starbucks. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. How can I help you? She goes, I just want you to understand how important this is. 18 years ago, 18 years ago, I was dying. I had already set up my final goodbyes, and I had an, unma- an un unrelated uh, registry match with me out in New York. Oh, cool. I want you to meet my husband of 15 years and my two boys, who's 14 and 12. The life that came from that registry is real. And that, I was just wearing crying or tears, drinking coffee. Oh, my God, this is wonderful. So I'm excited to see who's going to get called first, who's come from us that love UBQ.
4: John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy joining us in the studio. We're talking about some community efforts. Um, I think the biggest part of the community is giving people an opportunity to maybe buy their first home. Maybe giving them an opportunity to move into their second home and then finally maybe their forever home. I don't know what an average number of homes of people are. I, I've had three or four in my life. Um, what is that journey like for you? You meet, you meet a lot of people young. You're able to kind of walk them through the many years of their lives. You've been doing this 25 plus years.
3: Absolutely. Yeah? I started when I was five, so I'm 30 and a half. That's okay. Uh, thank you very much. Just- but yes, 25 years years i'm the past president of our association on track to be the new mexico association realtor president hopefully in 2026 All right, fingers crossed working real hard towards that and to be able to help anybody from the first time homebuyer who's so excited and has a million questions to the you know experienced home buyer who knows it all. And I'm just happy to kind of come along and try to kind of guide him through the changes. It doesn't matter who it is. It's an exciting time to help them. Investors, homeowners, people who want to sell, it's when it's right for your family. It's not about selling today or buying today. It's about what's right for your family. That's the key
2: so you're you're experienced and seasoned enough that you've seen ups and downs in this market Yes, sir. Where do you see it going over the next year or so, and what's your advice for potential homeowners
4: Wait. Save it for the break. Love oh, it. That's going to be more than a blurb. I can already feel it coming. <laughs> it's coming. John Lopez has joined us. John Lopez is currently sitting in the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. David Busters presents ABQ Central with Power by the Mexico Pinon and Coffee. We play on Team I-9. 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program doing fun things with fun people. John Lopez has joined us. Love youabq.com. John Lopez, real estate, and Cold Coldwell Banker Legacy. Man, you were asking a very prompt question about what's going on uh, in the area, what's going on with homes, what's going on with the market
3: rate and the value. What's going on, John? Love it. I love when I get told that question or asked that question because to make it simple— Okay, since 1978, we've had three previous cycles before the recession in 2008. Okay, and the cycles were all followed by eight to 10 appreciating real estate years, and then it dipped down to one to two depreciating real estate years. And it was like clockwork. Almost everything, economics seemed to have some kind of cycle you can follow trend and do that kind of stuff. Well, when we hit the recession, which was a national wide recession right. in 2009, 10, we actually had six depreciating years continuously. Oh, wait. Which, you know, wasn't surprising, but we hadn't seen that since we've been tracking. So you would think we would actually jump on, you know, the eight to 10 year appreciating cycle around sixteen seventeen, just trying to get back to the equalization of the market. But the problem that we have not ever experienced is the growth factor from the big companies. The largest, most global recognized brand that anybody's ever known, Facebook. Meta, oh yeah, Facebook. Meta. <laughs> I like that. You're two steps ahead. I love it. Meta hit us in 2018. People, well, it's not a ton of jobs, but it didn't really matter if it was only 500 jobs, 1,000 jobs. It created 15 years of construction for what they were doing, which was great for the community. But more so, it told the rest of the world, hey, New Mexico is the place to be. And then what happened after that? We got NBC, we got, you know, Amazon, we got Netflix and Intel for 16 years have been trying to find a new home. And when they saw all this great excitement happening, they re-upped at $3.8 billion back into us. So our normal cycle, we'd only be halfway through the appreciating cycle based on the history if we didn't have that change of dynamic that we're experiencing right now. So right now, who knows other than the growth is going to continue and if I had to predict, I'd say we have at least 10 years before we even have an idea of what's going to happen. 2019 was the first year in 10 years we had a net population increase. People were leaving until then. Now the sky's the limit for New Mexico. Fifth largest state in the nation, arguably the best weather ever. We're ready to rock. Stop arguing that. Just yeah. <laughs> exactly, <sure. laughs> also, don't tell anyone that doesn't live here. Exactly. That's the key. We wanted it. We're going to have it.
2: So with, uh, with that being said, what's your advice for – Someone who's out
3: there trying to buy a home. I think you need to buy it because I've heard this too many times. Well, I'm going to wait till the market corrects itself. I'm going to wait till the market drops back down. It's not coming down. It's not coming down. That's just a fact. As a matter of fact, I had a lot of my investors call me up and say, market's hot. Let's sell all the rentals. And I said, no. And they looked at me and they're like, well, what are you talking about? It's a great time to sell. And I go, we can sell. But do you sell when it's low? No, we sell when it's high. I said, let's get our inventory up. We should have 4,500 homes on the market today for our population and our area growth. This morning, single-family residents, including Rio Rancho, Albuquerque, both north, east, west, south, every place in there, we had 579. 579. We Up had for sale. For sale. Single-family residents in that area. Like, listed. Listed for sale. And we should have four to 5,000 for our area. So... Just do the math. I told them, let's wait till we get halfway there, 2,500 homes on the market, where we should be. And if we can get to that point, guess what? Then we can sell it. You'll take advantage of the growth, and we'll hold. And they couldn't believe that I was talking them out of selling it. He's like, isn't that how you make your money? Right. No, I make my money by helping people. John
4: Lopez is joining us. JohnLopezRealEstate.com. Check him out. Obviously, we were talking about Love You ABQ, which is an outstanding effort that you have through, not just your your professional that's your personal passion that's what we do with. helping people uh john you'll be joining us like once a week for the for the upcoming as forever as long Hopefully. as you let
3: me i will be here yeah, good and we're, we're gonna
4: talk about what's going on regularly in the market we're gonna talk about what's going on with you uh i think i want to hit on lastly before we jump in to have a couple of laughs with sports is harry if i come to you and i'm a first-time homebuyer am i lending local like this isn't like an internet lo- like lender from somewhere in new york that i don't
3: care about right like i'm nope. Am I lending local? You are definitely lending local. Okay. Everything's local. Everything that we try to push is here, homegrown in New Mexico. As a matter of fact, Sarah, Sarah Gomeyer, she's with One Trust Mortgage. She sits here. She's been working with me as my partner for probably going on 15 years. Oh, well, she so right just now. met. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're just a small kind of, you know, beginning uh, <laughs> mortgage relationship. But she is just one of those sharp, small, smart young ladies that's out there helping people get first-time homes to the experienced buyer look in all the city buses you'll see my big old ugly face on there but right next to it down at the bottom at the very little corner you'll see a blonde lady her name's sarah gumire she's awesome love that so
2: you're saying you don't take off that suit and you're actually a zillow robot <laughs> underneath underneath all this
4: <laughs> i love that a zillow robot you obviously are a gigantic sports fan that's the whole reason you got into gladiators in the yeah, first absolutely. place absolutely I know your I nine youth team just won the flag football championship this past weekend. I call it the world championship, but you know, that might be a little bit on the dramatic side. We are a big <laughs> I nine guys. Uh, so let's preview the Thursday night football game tonight. You ready? Let's do so it. Jets and Colts are playing tonight. Normally I would be like, I don't care bowl. That's what I would say. <laughs> I say this one's not for me, but I'm gonna tell you why it's much watched TV, because I'm gonna put a couple dollars on it. That's why it's most watched TV. So we're gonna do that prediction. Uh Colts favored by ten and a half, and the over under is forty five and a half. All right, Master Better. What do you think it is?
2: Uh well they got League MVP candidate Mike White now, right? Okay, one game. Get that get that rookie, Zach Nobody from Utah out of the way. Mike White has emerged,
4: six hundred and seven yards, four touchdowns, and four turnovers.
2: Six. He's a hundred yards a quarter. He's averaging okay. so far. So take the Jets and the points and the over. This kid is gonna. <laughs> this kid is gonna sling it around. He's gonna have some fun with it. And Jets fan, you'll be saying Zach who
3: tomorrow. And that's straight from the guy who wanted the Houston Astros to take the series. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's all,
3: folks. <laughs> John, how do you feel about the ignorance at his Van?
4: Because I'm telling you, if two touchdowns are scored in this game, I'm gonna be surprised.
3: Well, how much are you gonna bet him for that? They, uh, well, what's Ooh. the yeah? The money line is what we're worried I heard about. Two touchdowns, come on, Van. Hundred bucks right there. I right
4: back hey, you. Hey, I'm taking the Jets in ten and a half. That's <laughs> uh, a
2: great spread. I, I love like it. I Like that,
4: kicking off in under one hour. Um, <laughs> I I tell you, I really struggle with weeknight football. Like, are you a fan of
3: it? Do you do you go out of your way for it? I try to, but you know what? Between kids and everything that's going on, I'm lucky to catch the fourth quarter because usually. You'll know if it's exciting or not at that point. It's
4: about Sundays.
3: Sundays <laughs> I mean, for football, Oh, absolutely. Baby. Yeah, yeah.
4: I, and we're hosting uh, live from Bourbon & Boots this Sunday. We're doing the Raiders' Den, right? Oh, not. So, so we'll be – and have you been out to Bourbon Boots recently? No, no, Okay, no. I'm not old enough. See? Oh, well, that's – <laughs> So Rich Baca out there and, and everyone at Bourbon Boots, they do a great job. But that, to me, is the environment. Like, go get super loose, have a lot of fun, laugh with the boys. But Thursday, Thursday night, to me, is just a chore. Like,
3: I don't have – Hard to get there. I'm going to have to talk to the wife about Berman Boots on Sunday night and have a good a good time out there. Get there, man. Come hang out with your boys. I'm a country-western singer, man, while they're scoring touchdowns, I'll be flipping and dipping. It'll be good. Singer? You sing, too? No, but I oh. dance. I country-western swing. Oh, swinger. We- swinger. No, I wait. not swinger. Oh, country-western
4: swing. Hello. <laughs> John Lopez of Love You, ABQ, and John Lopez of JohnLopezRealEstate.com. Anything we missed today, anything we want to make sure the listener knows
3: before we let you go? Well, you're not done with me. Now that I'm part of this crew, you're going to hear me every week. And as much as you want, you just go to JohnLopezRealEstate.com.
4: Love that so very much. Wait. Also, take the under tonight, and I'm taking the upset. I got the Jets. I love it. Jets That's on what...
2: the money line or Jets and the points?
4: Jets, jets and the points. Make the big bet. Okay. Vital, you agree? <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs> That's the expert analysis we expect from Michael Vital back there. Dave and oh, awesome. Busters
4: presents ABQ Central live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Caldwell Banker Legacy Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. And we play on TMI 9 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. If you are listening to this program, you are a friend of the show. If you are calling this program, you are Howard. Howard, welcome.
0: Well, what's up, gentlemen? How's your afternoon going? Well, uh, buddy, buddy. well, I think the
4: Jets are going to be in the upset tonight. That's my big pick.
0: Uh, you know, I'm going with you because anybody last name White might be related to Walter White, and thus Mike White might have a meth lab in his basement, and that's why he's flying so high.
2: Uh, hard yes. I'm not disagreeing with any nope. of that. In on that, Howard.
4: What are you doing there Sunday, you Howard? Bourbon and Boots. We're going to do the Raiders Den. You coming?
0: Well, after I watched the greatest football team in the world uh, win a football game from 11 to 2, I already heard your advertisement there, and I believe I'm going to drag the lovely Mrs. Coleman down there with me.
4: Love that. Very excited for that.
0: I got to ask you something. So, Ben, am I correct in assuming that you don't like red meat?
2: Red meat?
0: You, didn't like, you don't like burgers?
2: Uh, I didn't say I didn't like them. I, I oh, have I have been immunized to them though.
0: Immunized to them. You go, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Aaron. Well, I'm just talking I thought maybe you were a health nut as I sit here at my desk after quitting time and eating deep fried chicharrones and drinking a beer.
4: Van really likes I like the beer part. Van really likes redmeat.com, which is his favorite online comic. If you're not familiar with that reference, it's very funny. Okay. But if you're not, it's because you're just not. But, yes, Van, um, I tell everyone because he asked me not to years ago, Van is a very proud vegetarian, and he puts it in everyone's face
2: constantly all the time. That is not true whatsoever. You would never know unless Fred told you.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? My pap, my grandpappy always said, never trust a vegetarian or a guy that doesn't like dogs.
2: Okay. Well, I'm 50-50.
4: And I don't like dogs, so this is a real weird dynamic.
0: Yeah. You yeah, got, well, you got one good person gotta, gotta, in between he, the both you know of you us. You can't trust Dan because uh, he's coveting another co-host. When you're down there toiling in northern New Mexico, calling games.
4: Well, in, when you say coveting, I mean this is a little bit my fault because I set this, I set this extracurricular outside of our relationship up. This is a hundred percent my fault.
2: Yeah, he he set me up with the hot chick. Yeah, I cucked myself. Yeah, it's his fault. <laughs>
0: I love it. Hey, uh, but I'll tell you something, Fred. I've, uh, on Saturday mornings, I get some replays and everything. I listen to your play-by-play and everything, and you do an excellent job. Oh,
2: that's kind. Thank you so oh, very much for that. You're so, such a believable yep. liar. <laughs>
4: Our final Saturday show is this week. You have
0: to be a week. good liar if you're married, right?
4: It, well, I'm not. I'm not married. But this, uh, you have to be a good liar if you play quarterback for the Green Bay Packers.
0: That part's
2: correct.
4: My, uh, Our our last weekend show, Howard, is this weekend. We will be uh, live this Saturday morning. I will be 8 to 9. Van will be 9 to 10. And that entire ride with us will be Ryan Tamari. Ryan Tamari uh, is going to have a big announcement on Saturday, too. So make sure you tune in with us and check out the final uh, Saturday show show of abq central
0: well you know what you guys really do get some good fill-ins when one of you can't be there and uh, this, uh i'm gonna be sad missing abq central on saturday mornings but i'll tell you one thing i will be welcoming to be able to sleep off my hangovers a little bit later like have a good guys. afternoon guys be good
2: my friend appreciate you howard
4: he's only ever kind words and i love it i love it you read social media everyone would think you're the worst broadcaster in the city howard calls Changes everyone's perspective.
2: Oh, the most passionate voices are usually the loudest voices, are usually the incorrect voices.
4: I really enjoyed having John Lopez on the program.
2: Well, that's just a wealth of energy and passion right there. Yeah.
4: I was talking to him the other day, like off radio, like we we're just doing regular life. We were having a lunch thing over at are you familiar with uh Stoneface? We're over at Stoneface. Sure. So we're doing a lunch and uh I'm like, so what, like first time buyers? He's like, yeah, a bunch of them. I'm like, I'm like, returning buyers? He's like, yeah, a bunch of them. And I'm like, million dollar home buyers? He's like, yeah, a bunch of them. He's like, I just, he was like, I will help anyone who needs help. And I'm like, oh, that's literally the sentence I want to hear. Hey, boys help boys. That's my sentence. So make sure uh, if you are in a position where you're looking for a home or you're looking for assistance in any sort of ways that uh, relates to buying a home, John Lopez over at johnlopezrealestate.com. All right, Van. Holla. (laughs) I wanted to do it gently. I wanted to do it with class. I wanted to bring this to your attention. Only just now, three days later, has the city of Atlanta stopped celebrating the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series over the heavily favored Goliath choke artists that are the Houston Astros.
2: That is correct. Yes. Thank you for bringing it up again. I really needed this in my life. Thank you so much for the reminder.
4: They won, I don't know if you remember, seven rip against Houston uh, just the other day as Houston well, decided not to even show up at home. But as the Braves uh, left Houston, flew Delta, which is nice, back to Atlanta, they were met by thousands and thousands of fans on the tarmac. And right now you can't find a parking spot in all of Atlanta because the entire parade route is, is 500 miles long.
2: Yeah, they've been on a dry spell since nineteen ninety five. That's crazy. There in Atlanta, wait, I don't know. Has the hockey team won anything? I don't know anything about their They hockey. have a hockey team. I don't but, know. Vital, can you vet that? Atlanta has a hockey team. They do not have a hockey team.
4: The Thrashers do
2: is that they have They in?
4: were they did forty
5: years ago. They were the Atlanta Flames, and they moved to Calgary.
2: Ah, Atlanta to Calgary. That's not a southwest flight.
4: Okay, so the Atlanta Thrashers do currently play. It's a. This is news to a lot of people. They do currently play in Atlanta, so we yeah, so that's foolish of us. Actually, it's very normal of us to not have known that because who would know that? Correct. Yes. I Didn't even know
5: they had a team down there. No,
2: that's what I'm saying. And I'm a I'm a big um, Atlanta fan. No,
5: Nashville I, Predators are popular. That's
4: similar.
2: I think it's a hockey team. If that, if. Atlanta wasn't playing the Astros in the World Series. I would be going for Atlanta. I have some dear friends that are big Braves fan and I love the story of their run. Like that is a very good baseball story. Everything they overcame. Charlie Morton breaking his friggin' leg. So sweet. Like everything about their year being under five hundred all the way into August, like everything about their season, we, is a great story. We
4: were at, we were laughing, we were laughing our rears off about how dumb the NFL trade deadline is, without how good the Major League Baseball trade deadline is. You don't have the Atlanta Braves;
2: it can't, it can't happen without the MLB trade deadline being so hot.
1: It,
4: it, the way it should be. Also, speaking of things that are so hot, Atlanta tomorrow at twelve PM when the parade begins. uh, Guys, they're going 10 blocks. They have budgeted an hour and 15 minutes to go 10 blocks because they believe that the uproar
2: will be so gigantic. For my research, Atlanta hasn't won one since 95 when the Braves got another one. That's that's what I can find. Even in like semi professional.
4: Well, you're very correct. Because the football team, if you remember, really they they collapsed just a couple of years
5: ago yeah, against the Patriots.
2: That old that old twenty eight three game you're talking about.
5: Not a great place for sports pop or successful sports franchises. The Hawks have been bad, the NBA team.
4: They're closing the schools in Atlanta for the parade. This is the way it should be done. Sure. You're so mad.
2: And <laughs> As a big outcast fan and killer Mike fan, I'm really happy for Atlanta and the city of Atlanta and anyone that is as passionate about me, that A.T. Aliens is a, f- a phenomenal hip-hop record. You know I'm, anybody who shares that sentiment, I'm, I'm happy for. Um, I got a question for you. It's, now that the season is over, is there going
4: to be labor strife?
2: This yes, a hundred percent. There will.
4: But before we get to that, I don't like that you mentioned Atlanta and bring up Akon because I'm a big Akon guy, and I just want to make sure that we're given like enough love where it's deserved.
2: Acons, what are you, a squirrel?
4: that X is from Atlanta. I just I feel like you're not really. Like giving the love
2: to artists. No, 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 no. I just artist. I just mentioned the good ones. It's
4: like Soldier Boy, Soldier
2: Boy, here we go. You're getting worse. You're, I, I you're making your point worse. Okay,
4: TI, although he had a couple weird moments like recently and professionally and overall.
2: TI the, the 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 little dude with the glowing finger? That's E.T. Oh, E.T. Yeah. My bad. I get those confused pretty often.
4: Also, the Ying Yang twins are from Atlanta. There's a lot of talent. Hey, Shyamalan
2: like, Twist, they're not twins. False advertising. That's, Go play for the Packers, Ying Yang twins. That's not what Shyamalan Twist means. We
4: <laughs> Regularly we have this talk. Also, Offset from Atlanta.
2: So I, just, I, I think like, all of Migos is, right? Off, oh that off. would
4: make sense actually okay off. that one just hit me
2: normally i'm just like being facetious but the two good ones outcast and killer mike are very atlanta and congratulations to them i'm happy for you
4: i'm just saying they're shutting down the whole city and it's the way it should be celebrated i'm very excited about it the weather's gonna be perfect oh uh. my
2: god can you imagine uh atlanta being so famous for their strip clubs on world championship day can you believe that
4: Oh, my gosh, that's my fault. Bad production on my end. I have the volume up on my computer. Dave & Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Power by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, we're playing you with Team I-9, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. It's been a very good one hour and 48 minutes of radio on this radio station. Thank you if you're a friend of the show. Or, thank you for becoming a friend of the show for tuning in. From the text line, Shh. send Rogers to my courtroom so I can beat some sense into him with my fill in the blank. Send that OBJ to, sincerely, Judge Judy.
2: Nice. <laughs> well played.
4: You see this Phoenix Sun story? I did. So this Robert Sarver's Robert Sarver, Sarver, who I don't know very well outside of everyone hates him.
2: That's kind of my understanding. Like of. they've always hated him. Kind of always, even before the last 48 hours of information.
4: He hates everyone that is not exactly him. Find a better way to describe what I just said.
2: Well, it's not like he hates them. He just doesn't want you taking pictures with them. That's a Donald Sterling reference. If you didn't pick up on that, he's the new Donald Sterling. He's not going to have this team for much longer. Well, the NBA is going to move him out. 100%. He's gone.
4: He gone. He's got a level of misogyny and racism that is embarrassing to number one himself. That's a given. Number two, the league. Number three, anyone deserving ever been associated with him. So ESPN puts out, I guess today, today, this big, like, and it had been teased for a couple days, right? This big kind of like bombshell thing that's like, hey, here's a million examples of outrage. And not even like Steve Nash can save him. Like it's in such a way. And some of these quotes, like if you read from the article, like I'm going to paraphrase here because I think it's bad radio to read straight from a website, but some of them are like, hey, what we need to do is get some of these players to get some of these strippers in town pregnant. So whenever the time comes that we have to re-sign players, they'll feel like they need to keep living here. What?
2: Okay, well, I'm not mad at him for that. D- what? Because you're just helping the economy. What, He's like, I, what I am upset about is his blatant confidence that he could just go around using the N-word all the time. And then claiming
4: it's only fair because 84% of NBA players are African-American.
2: Yeah. Hey, Fred, let's say, for example, my girlfriend. Yeah. She calls me Honey Nuggets.
4: Uh, okay, please don't call me your girlfriend, but keep or going.
2: Or something like that. Yeah. Fred, you can't just go around calling me honey nuggets everywhere. You can't say that word. That's a word that is just used in between me and my girlfriend. Okay? That exact same situation played out with Robert Sarver. Sarver says, quote, I don't like diversity. (laughs) What? What? Talking to the previous... Sons coach Earl Watson. Yes. Runs into the locker room and starts just carpet bombing the room with the N word. And coach Watson, who is black and Hispanic, is like, bro, you can't say that. That's toxic. And then he's like, but they say it. (laughs) Oh, God. Draymond Green gets to run up and down the court. And I own him. Whoa! Easy. Number one, you don't own anybody. You own a contract. Number two, you still don't get to say that.
4: Number three, this is, and by the way, congratulations to the Suns of being a runner-up and not just the NBA, but the WNBA. This is, no one's going to want to come and play for your team. All these players talk to each other. Do you not understand how fellowship works? Oh my God, what are you doing? Self-sabotage
2: hey, and this isn't just for Robert Sarver. No, it could be for anyone, really. This is for every old racist who thinks they can do whatever they want. Oh,
4: God, there's too many of them.
2: Number one, you can't. Number two, like, keep it to yourself. Like, the rest of the world would appreciate you evolving with the times and you being an empathetic, decent human being. That's the better option. But number two... Keep this garbage to yourself. Don't put it on blast in the internet age. You got the example of Donald Sterling. All the John Gruden stuff just came out.
4: What if you're like DeAndre Ayton, right? And you show up and you're like, this is the NBA. I'm a rookie. Like what? And also Phoenix. It goes like this, New York. L.A., Houston, Chicago, Phoenix. Yeah. That's the order. The big ones. That's it. Yeah. Everything else after that just falls off. Vital, if you're talking to me, I'm not hearing it. Everything after that falls off. So you should, too, if you're in any of those five, you should be able to pull anyone you want if you're a professional team.
2: Not anymore. No, not if you're this. Not anymore. Not anymore you think there's going to be like a mass exodus out of Phoenix? They're like, trade me now. Not playing for this guy. Yes, I do. It's us or him. Get rid of him now. I literally feel that way. Because this isn't like, uh, what's his name, Kramer? It's not like Michael Richards. No, 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 no. no. This is not a one-time rant that got caught. Like one moment of weakness, and he gets caught up and put on blast. This is a 15-plus years. Years and years and years of this just so dumb. And how are these people not saying anything? Just like John Gruden. For money. How? Just like John Gruden. Like, who are your enablers? Who are John Gruden's enablers? Who was John Gruden emailing? Who is Robert Sarver's enablers? Who's allowing him to talk like this and treat people like this for years and and years and years? And we don't, like, we're up against the brakes. We've all been talking about
4: the players. The misogyny to the female employees. Like, the quotes from this article are like, like some like, former female employees who did not want to be named, quote, it wrecked my life. I was contemplating suicide, unquote. The NBA, you got to go, son. He's gone. And watch Phoenix turn it around real quick. I recognize they're on the runner-up. I don't want to have that conversation. Watch them become like regular contender.
2: The second he's gone.
4: The second he's gone. Today's varsity is the varsity of sports movies with just dummo plots. And then J.J. Buck at 6.15 to preview the women's game tonight. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Caldwell Banker Legacy Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, playing again with I-9 Sports. 95.9 FM, and 610, the sports animal. All right, back on the program. It's been a very good program today. I'm so very thankful for everyone who's been involved with this program today including Jared Hart. Thank you, Jared Hart, for sitting in with us. Thank you to John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy. Thank you to a friend of the show, Howard. Only 30 minutes remain in this one. 15 of those minutes are going to go to today's varsity. The remaining 15 are going to go to J.J. Buck, as we will hand it off to he, as he has the call tonight for the Lady Lobos against, I believe it's Eastern New Mexico. Correct me if that's wrong.
2: Man, I don't like being bookended by such talent. It's dumb. I don't like J.J. coming right on after us. After he's- Just making us look like a dumpster fire. Well, and I'm- Like a real talented guy comes on. Like, it's not fair. No. Because I'm a friend of the show
4: that is J.J. Sure. Yeah. I listen to the morning show. Yep. Not because it's like industry and I need to. Yep. But because I really am a fan of J.J. Buck. Same. I really am a fan of Jeff Simbieta. I really am becoming aware of A. Marie. Soon I'll be her fan. So basketball tonight, what time do you think that'll wrap by, Tal? 10.30-ish? About 9.30. Oh, that early? Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So immediately following the basketball, true to the game with Mike Trujillo, but normal co-host Mike Vitale will not be there. It's Stephanie Griffin tonight. Yes. So there you go.
5: We do a lot of different things, people, around here. We
2: figure it out. Stephanie at night. Bum, 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 bum. What? As an Entertainment Tonight jingle. You're welcome. I would not have got that one. I know. I get pretty niche.
4: Today's varsity is the varsity of dumb plots and sports movies. Okay? Yes, dumb so
2: plots and sports movies. Today's I-9 varsity. Or bad endings and sports movies.
4: Oh, you just changed it last minute.
2: That's what we are talking about earlier. Bad plots in sports movies.
4: Today's I-9 Varsity is brought to you by I-9 Sports. League Office 280 at I-9Sports.com or 505-312-4999. Connect with I-9 Sports. Get your youth into some activities. John Lopez puts his kids in flag football.
2: Good. Undefeated.
4: All right, I'm going to go first. Ready? Okay, ready, to go. All right, so I'm going to say my first dumb plot point in a sports movie, is in Point Break. Okay. So in Point Break, there's a scene where former Ohio State quarterback Keanu Reeves is jumping out of an airplane. Well,
2: Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. Johnny County. Utah. So
4: we'll use their film names.
2: So Johnny Utah. If he wouldn't have had that knee injury. Who knows what would have happened Who knows? his career. Who knows? Yeah. And he
4: is jumping out of an airplane across from Bodie. And Bodie, of course, played by Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. And they're having a full-on conversation in falling air. Here's the thing. You can't hear anyone up there. You can't do that. It doesn't work that way. That's literally not how it works. So it's the dumbest plot development ever because you wouldn't have realized he's an FBI agent because you can't hear anyone as the, like, gravity wind is, is so much, like... Suppressing you. So yep. there you go. I think it's stupid. That's so Point Break funny. for me is an example of a sports movie that really blows it.
2: Okay, I got another sports movie, an unbelievable sports movie. Okay, with a bad plot line. Okay, 1986 film Hoosiers. Okay, I've, I'm familiar with it. Okay, very good. Norman Dale, which is a dumb name. That name would never exist in real life. It's like two first names. Takes over a a tiny basketball team in hickory indiana familiar and he tries to change all the rules of basketball he thinks he's a fancy dancy coach and then they go on and this is the most unbelievable part right here and the final battle they beat south bend indiana like a big city in indiana this plot line is completely unbelievable and it would never happen
4: it's like a legit answer that's <laughs> just an underdog story is what you're doing okay I wasn't wasn't ready for that. In the 2015 hit Trainwreck, Amy Schumer and Bill Hader are falling in love. And it makes no sense to me that LeBron James would even slum hanging out with Bill Hader giving him dating advice. Like what are you doing, Bill Hader, number 1? You're way out of Amy Schumer's league. You figure that out. And then side note to this, she just broke up with John freaking Cena. Stay in your lane, Bill Hader. So my plot point is, LeBron James don't need no help with Bill Hader. It's stupid.
2: Get it, get it out of here. Unrelated, and ironically also in Indiana. Yes. My next example of a movie with a bad plot line that will never happen in real life uh-huh. is 1993's Rudy. That, okay, with Rudy Rudiger. Yeah. Undersized has no speed, no athletic talent whatsoever, mm-hmm. and somehow he just magically gets on Notre Dame. That's a dumb plot line, and that would never happen in real life. There's no way. So it's another dumb plot line in another dumb sports movie. Okay, I'm in on that. Okay.
4: I'm going to go with Naked Gun. So Naked Gun from 1988 okay. is, and I've talked about this on the program, Leslie Nielsen to me, who plays Frank Drebin. Is the absolute pinnacle of comedy, in my opinion. Okay. If you were to be like, Fred, what do you identify as funny? I would say, deadpan delivery of a very funny line. And that is the Naked Gun series. But this subplot of O.J. Simpson makes no sense. What is O.J. Simpson even there to do? He provides nothing except for confusion to the viewer, and then eventually, allegedly, double murder. Okay.
2: Okay. That's a really good one.
4: Couldn't keep it. I was to do my, pink, my best Frank Dreven on it. All
2: right, next on my I-9 varsity yeah. of sports movies with bad plots uh-huh. that are very unbelievable. I got one called 1988's Eight Men Out. All right, now I see the theme. I didn't originally see the theme. Now I see the theme. It's about some... Team in 19, baseball team in 1919, it's called the Black Sox for whatever reason. Is we are Marshall on this even thing? though the name is the White Sox, uh huh. And apparently, everyone else except for one guy like cheats and then they throw the World Series because they're paid off by the mafia or something. Mm-hmm. It's a stupid plot, it's unbelievable. It would never happen in real life. So, next on my list is 1988's Eight Men Out.
4: Your list has gotten very good very quickly. I'm sitting here in jealousy. I'm going to tell you about one of the most epic showdowns in the history of all good versus bad. All baby faces versus heels. All heroes versus villains. Okay? Okay. Bill Murray takes on a groundhog in the 1980 smash hit Caddyshack. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Who wins? So, well, (laughs) interesting you say that. (laughs) So, this entire movie is based around the pursuit of one groundskeeper bill murray as he pursues a groundhog who is just hell-bent on destroying a course that bill bill murray cares for so greatly and there's this weird dumb sub golf subplot around the whole thing takes away from the cat and mouse game that is bill murray versus groundhog completely worthless just derails the whole film so 1980s caddyshack uh a joke of a production outside chevy chase
2: That one Chevy Chase guy, he smokes a little jazz cabbage. I don't want my kids seeing that either. I don't have a problem with the Uh, bad movie. Mm -hmm. All right, next on my I-9 varsity. We are Marshall. Here it is. Unbelievable sports movies. 2004's Miracle on Ice. Okay. This is just a dumb plot. Like, this could never happen in real Uh life. Uh-huh. Apparently, in the movie, in 1980, the United States hockey team Pulls out a victory somehow against the USSR. Right. Who basically invented hockey. Could never happen. It's just a dumb story that's completely unbelievable, and it would never happen in real life. So next on my varsity of unbelievable sports plots, this is a miracle on ice. Just dumb. They Live is a
4: 1988 American sci-fi action film written by John Carpenter. And without spoiling it for you, it's about returning from the dead. There's an aliens thing. It's got a, it's got a star and one Roddy Piper Seemed very unnecessary for there to be a pro wrestler defeating the world against aliens, except it is what brought me in originally to the film. I wouldn't have seen it without the acronym of Roddy Piper, by the way, he's here to do two things. So that made no sense to me to introduce pro wrestling icon, Roddy Piper into what should have been just Meg Foster, like 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 slaying aliens and taking names.
2: That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, last on my i nine varsity yes. of unbelievable sports movies is nineteen ninety two film A League of Their Own. Okay. So apparently there's this fictional war, and then all these baseball players have to go fight in a war. No, that's not. And what, instead nope. of instead of getting more male baseball players. They get a bunch of girls to play baseball? This is just ridiculous. Like, this would never happen in real life. So, next on my I-9 varsity of unbelievable sports plot is 1992's A League of Their Own, where girls play baseball? Okay, sure, whatever.
4: You literally picked all films based on real-life events, man. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, none of these were outside the realm of possibility. When we get back from the break, J.J. Buck, we're going to preview the women's Lobo basketball season and the big game tonight versus Eastern New Mexico. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM610, the sports animal. Oh, my God. What did I do right in a previous life to be in a situation where the voice of the Lady Lobos, J.J. Buck, joins me on your radio show, Friends of the Show. J.J., welcome.
1: No, thank you, Fred (laughs) and Van. How are you guys doing?
2: Good, buddy, buddy. How you be?
1: I'm great. This is amazing to just be at a real-life basketball game as opposed to last season in front of a laptop.
2: I can hear the buzz in there already. Like, I can hear the background noise. What's it like to be there live? And you get to see the players in front of you in real time. You don't have to call this off of a computer this year.
1: There's no buffering. There's no, oh, the stream didn't show up, so let's spend the first quarter talking about uh, box score. Um, it's awesome. This is what it's all about to be back in this building in front of these fans, exciting basketball. And it's, it's a reminder of, uh, why we, why we like this stuff every once in a while. It can be fun.
4: So you are living it. You're breathing it. You're sweating it. You're ba- I think you're Mike Bradbury's like on speed dial, right? Like you guys basically just talk every day. You know more about this team than anyone. So give it to the friends of the show. What should we be hyped about? What's exciting? What's going like, what's going on with this squad this year?
1: that they have a legitimate chance to repeat as Mountain West regular season champs. So sweet. And have a legitimate shot in Vegas. Because the four players that they return, two all-conference players, Jaden De La Cerda and Antonia Anderson, are fantastic. Shaquille Magruder was phenomenal offensively under the boards in the first exhibition game. Tora Duff stepped it up with her sister, Latasia Duff, who was the sixth person of the year last year. Unfortunately, she's not available. She had an off-season medical issue. Um, that she's still dealing with. Uh, But those four players are going to give this team a chance every single game.
2: Well, I'm sorry to hear that about uh, one of the Duff sisters because my next question was about the Duff sisters. Did you, like, ask them to get different numbers, like, further apart at the beginning (laughs) of the
1: year? No, so the difference is one of them has blonde tips and the other doesn't. And so that's how you tell. Oh, and that's hard from system. a
2: laptop to see. Yeah, yeah, that's hard from a laptop. But in person, yeah. it's way easier. In person,
1: you're like, oh, these are two different people. On a laptop, you're like, and Duff has it. Duff has it.
2: Duff
4: <laughs> Duff to Duff. Yeah. Duff to Duff. How many, how many different, like, connotations of, like, De La Cerda for three have you prepared?
1: Ooh, well, I think I'll throw out a lot tonight, uh, depending on how the shooting goes. And it's like throwing spaghetti against the wall. You see what sticks
4: i don 't know okay, sweet. i don't hate that at all uh eastern new mexico uh, it 's going to come it 's going to be tough for Eastern if we're i mean if we're having a real yes. honest moment um but what do you expect to see like the whole bench come out? you think you're going to be fifteen different lady lobos on the court like what what 's your vibe
1: yeah that 's what Mike did in game one. he played everyone nine or more minutes even off of the bench, and there's six freshmen on this team, so those four starters that come back. They're mixing in six brand-new faces. Now, they're really excited, but they're freshmen, so they got to learn a whole lot about the game of basketball. So tonight, before they play for real against Lamar next week, the freshmen are going to get a ton of minutes.
2: So let's talk a little more about these freshmen. There's a couple imported from overseas. Yeah, well, how would you get those? From it, from this freshman class, who's here to make an impact coming right off the bat?
1: Well, I think uh, Amazon Prime um, is what Smart. you use yeah. for overseas shipping. Um, but the the freshman class, in terms of the um, international players, Paula Reyes from Spain is the one that Mike seems to be most excited about. She got the start uh, an exhibition game. I expect her to start again tonight. She's a six-one forward that plays on the outside, can do a little bit of everything. So I think she has the highest expectations. But then you yeah, have Anaya Ogman, a freshman from San Jose, California, who is just electric with the basketball. Uh, Mackenzie Curtis is a really good shooter, and then of course locally. The New Mexico Gatorade Player of the Year last season at Santa High School, VNA Cumber is a lights out shooter.
4: That's the one right there. So there's going to be a lot of playing time for the freshmen across the board. If you're there in attendance, you're going to be learning a lot of new names and a lot of new faces. Speaking of being there in attendance, that energy, that like, is it all back? Or the concession stands all open? Is it is it packing in in the pit? Like like, paint that visual picture for me.
1: Yes, people are complaining about the popcorn. They're questioning the parking. It is back to what you love expect. that with Lobo basketball
2: all right big prediction what's the what's the line here on this game you got the over under you got the Lobos plus 23 what's going on here
1: uh I think that's a fair (laughs) number and I am taking the over in that prediction this team they can still shoot even the freshmen coming in shoot the lights out Mike Bradbury wants to play fast it's a four out offense five out a lot of times so they want to be aggressive defensively, get basketball going the other way in transition, shoot threes.
4: When you're talking key right there, right, so it's that transition game of the Lady Lobos. Um, they, ha- I mean, everyone's got set offense. I'm not saying they don't. Yeah. But if they get a chance to get down to one end of the court and put one up before 10 seconds or up the shot clock, like this team's going to take it, right?
1: Absolutely. There was a few times on Sunday where I was like go a few minutes, and I realized like I never mentioned the shot clock. Like I never had to say how much time was left on the shot clock because that's just the tempo – that this team plays with, and it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. And it's going to give you days where you're going to feel like invincible when you're hitting 10 or more three-point shots, and the other days it's going to be a grind if the shots aren't falling. And so that's what this team is going to have to learn is, all right, this is your identity, you're good shooters, but you're not going to do that every night. So when you get in those tight contests when it's not going your way, how are you going to handle it?
2: Roster question. Pronunciation. Oh, geez. Zeno Sarin?
1: Zeno Sharin.
2: Zeno Sharon. Ah, yes. from I think, I hope she has a big year because she's got one of the best yellable names. I think this is the best chanting name, Zeno Sharon. That's a good one. That's very it strong. Is. I like it a lot.
1: I, I'm hoping that they have. <laughs> quality nicknames that they like that we can eventually uh, start using. Well, well, they
2: got to come from you. <laughs> that's the rule. <laughs> you're the one that's going to be handing out the nicknames. What are you talking so about? So you know
4: this, JJ, I'm the voice of New Mexico Highlands, and yes. that's what I'm known for is handing out the nicknames. Oh, okay. Yeah, so my, if you're out there and you're doing what you, like Stacy Johnson, who plays middle for the volleyball team, is Stacy, my father, Johnson. Mm, so she okay. cha- Like so it's, that's where it is everywhere, CJ, the Mayor Mills. Like, you just give
2: out nicknames, and eventually they change their Twitter handles. Fred, you cannot call me Pancakes anymore. Fine. <laughs> I don't even know where that comes from. It makes no sense.
4: Hey, how is that relationship, JJ, with you and the player? Do do, do players, like, listen back to the broadcast? Do they do they take in, like, the, the energy that you give them?
1: <laughs> I, I'm sure they still have no idea who I am, huh? uh, given what happened last year. But I, I'm excited to just actually be around this team, get to know more of the players' stories, just – Their personalities, like I was watching Jaden DeLaSerta. What does she do pregame? She eats a pickle. Like who would have thought? I had no idea. A pregame pickle is the meal that gets her ready to ball out. And it's little things like that I'm excited for, and being on the road, uh, traveling with the team, and just being a real live play-by-play announcer.
4: Any final words before the opening tip tonight for the friends of the show?
1: Any final words? Enjoy it. Embrace sports being back in the 505. Yes, we've had this summer. With global athletics, everything else that is going on. You get a get a reminder of why we like these things, because you know how it is, guys. It's like there's failure, there's complaining, you got a hot take it. But every once in a while you need to step back and realize, hey, we all got in this for a reason, and every once in a while it's okay to enjoy it. And tonight is one of those nights that should be enjoyable for you and him.
4: From the Texer can't wait for the opening tip so there you go JJ you got a fan get down get down to right. the pit and grab a pickle check JJ yes. Buck voice of the lady Lobos um, and all, has microphone will travel like he does Absolutely. this yep. per, does the Just morning yes sh-
1: yes y- you know what's up Fred <laughs> yes, You know it I'm not I'm not afraid to
4: mispronounce oh. a name so
1: oh, it happens
4: hey uh, Jaden de Luccerta is my absolute favorite player on the planet uh, good luck to her tonight I'm gonna have to get a 23 jersey. Like our yeah. do- get one. And she's
1: coming for all our jobs too. Oh my, God. She, a too.
4: world broadcast wise, a world of talent. Yeah. Actually, we do need to reach out to her. I know that's like her striving dream. Yes. And I'm a little jealous of how much time she spends with Brandon Ortega over at KOB.
1: <laughs> for real. Yeah, those TV guys, they'll swoop in. That
4: uh, they don't get it. It's a much easier life here on the radio. I'm not even wearing all a tie. Right. JJ Buck, good luck tonight, my friend. Thanks, boys. We're going to cut it all loose. We're going to turn it over to JJ. Van, any final words before we go?
2: Too much for the time allotted, my friend.
4: Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow from the pit, Burke.